Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Carvery with Alex Dorr. This is the podcast where you are finding out that success, happiness, innovation, collaboration, teamwork, creativity, accountability, whatever it is you're looking for in your career or with your teams, you're finding out that it's your natural state once the drama's gone. So in every single episode, what we do is we take a source of drama or an interference that I might be noticing out there in my clients, in some of my coaching conversations, in my keynotes, in my trainings, and we put them out there. And then we look at, if that comes up, what are some tools, some techniques, some perspective shifts that can help us move beyond it and move others beyond it as well so we can unlock the best selves that we want to bring to the table. And in the new format of the podcast, for those of you that are brand new, we are starting with my blogs that I've been putting out on my bi-weekly newsletter every other Wednesday, and I'll link that below, called The Workplace Portal. These are short blogs where they just give you a one to three minute read that gets you focused back on a concept, get you centered on reality-based leadership or no ego thinking. And then you can reflect on these or you can pass these on to your teams. But the whole idea with that newsletter is to keep this top of mind so we can keep being intentional in our practice as drama diffusers. And the idea behind the podcast now is to read some of those other newsletters that I've posted that have gone out already and go back to them and say, what was the inspiration behind that? What's the tool? What does this really mean? And what's the story behind this? And hopefully for those of you that aren't readers that don't necessarily have any more room in that inbox, you can listen to this on your own time and a little bit different experience, get to hear the blog and then get to hear a bit more that those that are reading won't be able to have. So that's the format we're going to go into. And this blog today is called Getting Ahead of Yourself. So I'm going to read it and then I'm going to talk about some of the background with it and maybe a tip or tool to keep in mind. So let's read Getting Ahead of Yourself. When you get ahead of yourself, you get behind in your work. They move in opposite directions. When you get ahead of yourself, you lose sight of what is right in front of you. The relationships, the opportunities, the movement that needs to happen to have a chance at arriving where you are looking ahead to. When you get ahead of yourself, you turn away from the next step on your journey, even though it is right there in the corner of your eye, smiling at you, knowing that you are avoiding it, liking that you are avoiding it. Just glance at where you think you want to be from time to time, but don't get attached to it. That life isn't moving it's there if it is supposed to be there in the end. Just take a deep breath, turn your head, and make eye contact with that very next step that is smirking at you. Seeing if you'll miss it yet again by getting too far ahead of yourself. Go up to it and take a baby step, a small stride, or even a huge leap of action with it. But let's never again ignore that next step to add value for the sake of getting ahead of yourself. Alex. Ooh, 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 ooh. So this one, what was the inspiration here? I was reflecting on this idea one day that I had a big vision going on in my head and I had all these simple instructions as far as a to-do list for the steps to get to that big vision. And what I mean by that is I believe I was actually really needed to send a PowerPoint over to a client for a upcoming keynote or a training. And I kept thinking like, if it goes well, like what's the follow-up going to be? And then if I have this one and they hire me for more sessions. So I was getting into like the bigger vision when I still hadn't even 
sent over the PowerPoint or at least gotten into the PowerPoint to start thinking what's the flow of the presentation based on the planning call. And I think all of us can relate to this, uh, especially us big picture thinkers, where we're like, if this is all great or if this situation at work was fixed or if this was going perfectly or if my career was going perfectly, it would look like this and I can't wait to get there. And then you basically procrastinate the simple steps that would actually give you a chance of getting there, you know, whatever that goal is. And so I noticed that this focus on the macro, when it's like the final product gets me way ahead of myself, I'm like after this presentation, as they want more training and as we get out the sustainability I don't focus on the micro, which is, well, you better start on the PowerPoint first because you're almost late for their deadline to get the handouts. And this teeter-totter that I noticed just in this example happens so often. And some of you are like, well, duh, like this is the human condition. This is what it's all about. It's, it's those small steps sometimes are the hardest to start to build that momentum. And around the same time, I was watching a video of this, um, he's a leader, thought leader that I really love. And he was joking in a way about a story that he was struggling with in his career. And he he said this quote, and it's so cheesy, but the more I sat with it, it got less cheesy and more powerful. He said, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. And what was happening, it was early on in his career, is he found this like profound data issue with a big problem going across the country that he thought he could help solve with a research project. And it was like when he found this, it was like profound for him. And he noticed no one else was worried about it. And as he brought it up, everybody looked at him kind of dumbfounded, like, oh, you're going to ruin us all. Like you found something we've been you know, hiding and don't want to take a peek at. And then people stepped in and they started to say things like, well, there's so much process behind this. And that's just like a long kind of list of reasons not to get into that. There's so much work to do around it. There's all this red tape and it's just a very complex process. And everyone kept basically saying on the macro, like you can't do anything about that. It's too big. It'll take too long. And just the way this guy is, he's like, well, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. So what's the first step in this process? What's the first place I submit this inquiry to? And they like didn't want to give him that. And it was so powerful to me that it's like, even if someone says something's hard, or even if it would take a long time, if you're clear on that's where you're going, or that's what needs to be done, or that's what would be helpful, it's like getting really intentional on the micro. Like, what is the single tiny baby step for me to get started? And I've really sat with this as an intention where it's like, when you're getting so big and the ego's like, oh my gosh, I can't fix everything. So how can I fix anything? Notice that feeling where it's like, it's too complex. There's too many moving parts. We're in a matrix environment. Like whatever comes to your mind in your work situation, in your life situation, actually, this incremental approach and getting down into the micro and not confusing the macro with the micro is what can bypass the ego and get you into self-reflection on, wait a minute, if I wasn't focused on all of it, what would great look like in the micro of it? Like, what's the first step if I was just going to take a tiny shuffle forward? And then usually when you toggle into a self-reflection like that and just get still and just see what is shown to you, I call it, the simple instructions reveal themselves. It's like, just start the PowerPoint, open it up the template out of the file, 
look at it. And, and, and those simple steps start to compound and give you momentum. And a lot of us know this, but it's more the intention of making sure you're not getting ahead of yourself. Because I found when you get way ahead of yourself, you can be the person that has all this vision, but you do a lot of procrastination or you don't execute. And so the last part that I loved about this blog as I reread it is I added in this part that's a little bit weird, actually. It's like that next step is usually smirking at you. If I was going to label it, like the very next step is usually super obvious on how to add value, on how to help someone, on how to move it forward. And we, we like avoid that. We're like, and what else do you got? Like what else would be more impactful? And it's, it's all equal impact. And it's just getting started is the, the true piece here. If it's helpful for you, I have seen in my experience, I almost am like play a game with it where it's like, I see you smirking. Yep. Love you. Thanks for sharing. I'll get started. Like you're right there. Like I'm not going to avoid you. It's just testing whether you'll do it. And it's, it'll just be right there, like follows you around. And so that smirking, I hope is something to help you guys learn to dance with this and learn to be more tolerant of it and be a bit more easy on yourself. Makes life a little bit more effortless. And so just being able to get into that self-reflection, go from macro to micro and notice when you're ahead of yourself, you'll feel it in your body where you're just scattered or you're just like, it's too big. And then it's moving right into what's the very next thing I can do to add value. What if I just did the obvious next step? What if I just opened the PowerPoint? What if I just started writing something? What if I just got myself, if I wanted to write into an area that I had paper in front of me or my computer to start writing. And getting down to those simple steps can get you into achieving that macro goal you're looking for. So guys, if you're feeling ahead of yourself, let's take a step back, deep breath, self-reflection, and get back to taking care of what's right in front of us. The person in front of us usually needs our help the most, and the situation in front of us, we are there for a reason. We have been called to greatness for a reason. So let's step right into it and do the first thing we can do with all of our hearts open on how we can help. So I hope this helps you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, give me some feedback on it, the new structure. I'm really enjoying it, but I want to make sure this isn't about me, that it's helpful for you guys. I know these podcast episodes are a little bit shorter, hopefully going to be this micro learning content for you guys to be able to share with one quick tip. And so if you're loving this, give me some feedback on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you can find me. I'd love for you to start sharing this with your teams. So many people are like, we had a great training with you. That virtual session was amazing. But how do we keep the momentum alive? One of the best ways is to get this podcast out there to as many people and then listen to it with them. And you just start a discussion. What was your biggest insight from that episode? Where could we use this tool? And just doing that can go a long way in integrating and infusing these concepts and tools in your team to be able to move beyond drama, keep carving it away, and really have more effortless work. And so love you guys. Thanks for following along. I'll see you on the next episode. And let's keep ditching the drama. Stand on, stand on, stand on.